G'day, Australia. You are listening to Faith FM right here live in the studio for the breakfast show with Blake and Lawson. Things have already gotten pretty heated in here. It's going to be a wild show. I'm nervous for the safety of everyone, to be honest. <laughs> uh, but I'm also excited that we've got listeners in Warnambool. Victoria. Warnable. 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 I know people from Warnable. Shout out that place. And shout out to Success, Western Australia. There's a place called Success? That's where I want to be from. I think I've heard this before. I think Lyle and I have talked about this before, and I was just as shocked then as I am now. Success, Western Australia. Man. Not everyone's born in success. I just wonder what that place is. Are they like living in the future? Like, is there. Is their town? Does their town reflect its name? That's my question. Um, if you know, give us a call zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I really hope someone texts her is like, nah, success is like the biggest whole bogan Darrow place ever, and everyone there is terrible. No, I think it's going to be amazing. I think uh, I hope so. I it's hope a success, so. bro. Blake, what are you grateful for this morning? Oh, there are so many things to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Name but one. I I'm grateful for. My house. Yeah. Like, uh, for the first time in a long time, I just, like, I, I'm i actually living in a house now. That's awesome. <laughs> Which sounds like a lot of people are like, what? what? Crazy. But I've basically been camping for a while, and yeah. I'm done with it. Uh, it's been good. It's been a good run. He said, I'm bad grills, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I've been doing it for a while. But it was nice to, to I, I got a new bed. I got mm. a roof over my head. I got, I'm very thankful mm. for... My house. What are you thankful for? Um, today is my last day working at Newcastle Uni. Oh, so I've, wow. been, I've been working there for a little over a year and a half, and I've been blessed through that ministry to see people be baptized, to see lives be changed, to see the growth of the church there. But uh, yeah, today is my last day, and I, I finish up to go into my studies full time. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. We are in, we're really excited that you're joining us here today on Faith FM. And I'm looking over here at Lawson mm-hmm. Holmes himself with the clues. Oh, oh, <laughs> with the clues. Sherlock Walters. All right. What creature am I? If we're talking about a, a, <laughs> oh, a, a creature. Oh, we're talking about the quiz. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I've got some thoughts on <laughs> that. What kind of creature am I? What creature am I? This is the quiz for today. We're going to have a series of clues. They're going to start difficult and get easier and easier and easier. They all have the, the same answer. You're working your way to the same answer. But each clue, beginning with the first one, has the most points. And each one that goes through has less and less and less points because they start difficult and get easier and easier and easier and we'd encourage you hey send it for the big points our first one here worth 500 points but if you don't send it for the big points you know you you there is mercy there is time but our first question is what creature am i our first clue according to first corinthians fifteen thirty nine, men have one kind of flesh animals another and birds another and i have Another. So, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 39, men have one kind of flesh, animals another, and birds another, and I have another. 
What creature am I? If you know the answer to that one, you will go into the draw to win two prizes, the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, as well as the KJV Bible with Mark Finley Study Helps. This is a beautiful, fantastic Bible, which you can read, you can study in, you can give Bible studies through, as, again, it's got those study guides in it, and then the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, giving you the 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 ability. Ability, the ability and opportunity no. to be your own Bible scholar. No, operability. The operability. We are sticking that's, to that. That's, that's a, a cool that's word. A great word. Opportunity and ability. Yeah. You got some operability over there? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I actually love that word. We, I want to throw that around a little bit more. Hey, if you if you need some operability to be able to answer this quiz, 0491-064-669. Again, that question was, according to 1 Corinthians 15.39, men have one kind of flesh, animals another, and birds another, and I have another. What is that creature? Answer the clues. I want to really challenge our listeners as well, too. Uh, try not to Google it. Try not to look it up. Try to just really yeah, that would sharpen be, the sword. That would be lame. Don't, don't do that. Just, 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 just. Have some integrity. Use that brain of yours. <laughs> we trust you. 500 points for that. Uh, round one of the clues. Lawson, let's get into some good news. Some, we need some good news. Some epic good news. Uh, a team of brothers from Devon and England are nearing the end of their 3,000-mile Atlantic crossing row. Atlantic? Atlantic? I was thinking, like, you know, the, the, the channel. The English between, channel. Like, ah, no, no big deal. the yeah. Atlantic crossing row. They have raised $80,000 for charity, and all of these guys are friends, and that's because their last name... might not name, be after this trip. Their last name is Friend, actually. Oh. So they're literally <laughs> friends, but it's actually... This is really cool. It's two sets of brothers who are twins. Like, they are all brothers, and it's two sets of twins. So you've got the 26-year-olds, Jack and Hamish Friend, as well as the 24-year-olds, Ewan and Arthur Friend. Are they, and they're... Wait, so they're double... Trouble brothers. Double trouble twins. Double trouble twins. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I didn't even know that was a thing. They these, I feel bad for those parents. Yeah, absolutely. Like, hey, but we had twins. That Let's being have said, more, another child. <laughs> it's twins again. The name of their boat is called the Friendship. <laughs> which is just the most That's the best epic, news I've heard all morning. Awesome name ever. So this is an endurance rowboat that they have created. It's one where you've got two people rowing. Um, up to four people rowing, but it's it's set up to to optimally have two people rowing as well as a cabin at the back as well. So you can so have two people, two can rowing, watch two resting. <laughs> you know, they can yeah eat and watch movies, lounge about, do some popcorn. You know that kind of thing. While the other guys are smashing it out, and then you know they switch it out. Uh, they've got a microwave in there. They've got a, a small kitchenette, and you know, well, they've got a toilet all around them, which they can access. It's called the ocean and uh they 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 the cool like statistics of their journey are awesome like they eat around six thousand calories a day of freeze-dried food and that's because what are they doing all day rowing six thousand calories three thousand miles across the atlantic that is truly wild it's the middle of winter too yeah these boys they they picked the wrong time to do this but they are getting it done 
What? How far are they? Where and where did they leave from? Do you know? So they left from the Canary Islands. Okay. And they they going they going around. Uh, they left from the Canary Islands, and where did they say they were going to end up? Somewhere in South America. Wow. So which is which is just just awesome. Okay, so it's more closer to the equator, so it's not like yeah, that's right. Cold. I'm th- when I hear Atlantic, I'm then always you're, you're thinking, thinking like, North Atlantic. Nah, it's not yeah. like it's not England to that's exactly New York. Right. You know, that's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. So, the Titanic route. That's that's super gnarly. No, yeah. they're, they're on the the equator. Okay. section of the Atlantic and yeah almost 3,000 miles done they've raised so far 82,000 pounds for charity oh that's not is, dollars those are pounds that's pounds, pounds sterling so we're talking like that's, 150 grand yeah uh, which is awesome and I particularly love the photos that are coming out from it because it's just like like look at this photo here so you see the two boys absolutely jacked by the way <laughs> shredded <laughs> they are they're, they're rowing and you can see like the rough water behind them like they're truly in the ocean that guy looks like he has two sets of six packs yeah he's he's <laughs> Fit. Rowers are fit. So my little sister was on her school's national team for rowing, which was wow. a, which was awesome for her because she got a bunch of extra ATAR points. Uh, you with, guys are like a big sporting family. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like my oldest sister went to nationals for sailing. My my second oldest sister, she would always you know represent at like regionals and state for swimming. Uh, my youngest sister was a rower, so they're, my, and my parents are sailors, so they're all water people. <laughs> and then I'm a motorbike rider. So, so like, you have three sisters, and you're the you're the baby I'm the only boy. boy. Well, I'm, that's why I, you're on no, the motorcycle. No, no, no. I'm uh, I'm third, so I have a little sister. Oh, got it. But oh, you're the only boy. Young, well, you're the baby boy. That's right. I'm the baby boy. Yeah, yeah. Slash. So like, because there's two of us in the middle. Dude, or uh, you don't know Moto, MotoGP. So. Yeah, there are two of us in the middle. I've got my older sister and and me. Uh, but she's more of a middle child because I'm a boy. So yeah, is it is so. it heavy the burden of all those championships of of like what of our family of your motocross championships? Oh, absolutely not. You know where those trophies? You know where those trophies live now? By the way, like in the shed. Like, do you know why? Because what? you have a crown in heaven. I have a crown in heaven. Amen. And motorbikes. You know what? Like when Jesus comes back, they're gonna burn. Um, probably the same as the friendship, but it's cool what they're doing. They're they're using they're using their epic boat and their epic rowing journey to raise money for charity, uh, to be a blessing to people, and again through an extreme feat of physical endurance. Here's what I'm gonna say. You know, we were talking about New Year's resolutions. Yeah. If I ever have uh, a twin and then another set of twin brothers, I'll row across the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's a guarantee. Well, we're brothers in Christ. No, we got to be biological no, twins brother, from you, the world. We should do this. And then we I want another a, set of biological twins team. that are connected. We'll be a duo. You can anchor because you're bigger than me. I promise that I'll do it if I get those no, conditions. We're brothers in Christ. I'm not rowing across the Atlantic without those conditions being met. First. Well, we won't row across. We'll start small, you know, not across the, maybe across the Lake Macquarie or something. You know. The Tasman Ocean. Oh, that would be so hectic. Yeah. That, that, that spot gets rough. Oh, yeah, mate. Anyways, uh, quickly in some other news. We've talked about before floating solar panels. You have a big body of water. What can you do with it? Put a solar panel on it. <laughs> and there are plenty of dams uh, around the world where people have been doing this. This has been particularly used in two places, the Netherlands and Italy. and So in Europe and 
Korea, South Korea. They've been doing this. Now, South Korean researchers are like, but can we make solar panels that we can put in the ocean? Now, there's a very specific problem that putting solar panels on the ocean has, and that's waves and tide and wind conditions. You know, if you chuck a solar panel, also salt, if you put a solar panel in a dam, you're chilling. But if you put it in the ocean, problems. But they've been coming up with these all new designs that give the ability for solar panels to be floated out in the ocean, which is almost like unlimited space. And wow. so if we put enough solar panels an out there, we can, ju- we can just like power the whole deal. We just power the whole world with solar panels in the middle of the ocean. If it, of course, if they can, if it su- works, if they can survive the conditions So interesting news. You're listening to the breakfast show podcast on faith FM positively different. Live, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Brian Deegan impersonator Lawson Walters. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really cool. That's so funny. It's fun. Yeah. You always do his yeah. voice, and I think it's awesome, actually. It's like, yeah, Brian Deegan is like a professional like, FMX backflip dude. And, but he, he's, he's a cool guy. <laughs> I wish I was a professional backflip dude. That would yeah. be, be a cool title. Yeah. Like when you go to like a, like a work conference, and they're like, hi, my name is Blake. Professional backflip. He's dude. actually he was the first person to do a three sixty on a motorcycle. Which think of the physics of that, like spinning a motorcycle in circle in a circle in the air. That's good, crazy. Good luck. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. Anyways, uh, that being said, let's have another question for the quiz. Let's you know let's focus on something with eternal uh, implications. I'm being, ready. Being the answers to these quizzes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> another another clue for the quiz. I came into existence on the fifth day of creation. Now, stop turning in your Bibles. Use that big brain that God has given you. Try and think about what this is. Shout out Freco, by the way, for getting it on the 500 points. But now we've, we've gone down. There's a 400-point clue because it's a little bit easier. 0491-064-669. Do you know what came into existence on the fifth day of creation, this creature. If you understand, if you know, if you have understanding in your brain and knowledge of what this is, 0491-064-669. Also, we recommend just send it. You know, just try and go for those big points. Go get for it. the big points and get it send done. It. And if you get the answer right, you can win the great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, amazing Bible study journal, as well as a KJV Bible with Mark Finley study helps. A beautiful, leather-bound, amazing Bible. You know what I also want them to send? What? The question of the day for Lyle. Yeah. That's this afternoon, actually. Absolutely. 5 p.m. on the uh, the Shell Show. Do we call it that? Yeah. <laughs> the, just, the Shell, the shell Shack. <laughs> the Shell Show. Uh, <laughs> That's what we could, should call it, the Shell Shack. Shell Shack? Yeah. It's up to producer Shell. The Shell, shell, shell Shock. The Shell Shock. Shell Shock with Shell and Lyle Southwell. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, send us a question of the it's day. PTSD inducing. It's going to be super fun. I know that uh, Lyle's looking forward to some questions of the day. Mm. Uh, also, I do want to say it's time for some harder hitting news. Mm-hmm. First one's not as hard hitting. It's actually just strange. Mm-hmm. But Golden Globes get woke as Hollywood goes broke. Huh. So I just was recently introduced to this phrase: "Go woke, go broke," basically. And all of these movies that are coming out are so just the word woke, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. like they're so agenda driven, let's mm-hmm. say it that way. Now, what's happening is they had the Golden Globes 
And but they've canceled the Golden Globes essentially for one and a half years, almost two years. Basically, with COVID, two years ago they were just like, "Hey, let's not do this normally." And they had the first that had firefighters and first responders coming in in place of all the actors. And then one of the uh, one of the presenters made the joke, you know, they're basically we're so grateful that you can be here uh, so that the actors can be at home safe. And then, which is kind of a weird way to do the Golden Globes. Mm. Uh, Golden Globes are an award ceremony uh, for movies, short films, TV, that kind of thing. Uh, Then they canceled the whole thing last year because of that same presenter uh, basically made the joke that, you know, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association who runs Golden Globes is made up of around 90 international no-black journalists who attend movie junkets each year in search of a better life. Like, that was her little joke. Mm. But it was kind of true. There was mm. no there's no one there representing any anyone else other than this, other than the Hollywood Foreign Press. And so, mm. in response to that, NBC said, yeah, we're just going to close it down because it didn't represent the right-looking people for the right time. And mm. so now they've come back. Now the... HFPA, as it's called, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, is it's a whole new look. It's a totally different thing. Uh, and there's been a lot of scandal behind HFPA. Uh, there, Brendan Fraser protested the place because of an allegation of an, a sexual assault when he was younger mm. uh, from, the, from the former president, who's no longer the president anymore. They've changed the board of directors and bringing – and now the whole – the Foreign Press Association itself is now – uh, 22% Latin, 13% black, uh, 12% Asian, and 11% Middle Eastern. Uh, and they've just kind of changed the whole game, I guess, mm-hmm. or everything around. Now, with all that being said, the whole, all of Hollywood is kind of just, I don't want to say bowing down, but the agenda is to be as woke as possible mm-hmm. because that's the agenda that is being presented or pushed in society as well, too. But really not really society because the thing is society is rejecting it. Mm. Society is saying, we don't want this. We don't want movies about this. We don't want TV shows about this. And all these TV shows and all these movies that are coming out that are just basically forcing this information down our throats, like there's the society in general saying, actually, we don't want this. We don't enjoy this. But there is almost an indoctrination happening that is – by the box office, you can see is being rejected, mm. right? Uh, and and so, I don't know how I feel about all of it. They they hired uh, he was a, a a gay black man was the new host for it, and the whole beginning of the show, everything he was literally just making jokes about gay black people mm. and about the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and it's almost like they're acknowledging. That what they're doing is wrong in a way that has never been done ever before. Mm. And like throwing it in people's face and going, hey, now we do whatever we want to do and you can't stop us. Mm. Watch this. And it's a very strange world that we live in. Mm. You know, (laughs) what are your thoughts? On the Golden Globes, I I did see some like chatter and some memes about like the hosting and how it was like really awkward and strange now it's it's just it's just not something that i personally keep up with but the sentiment of go woke go broke because is is just 
it is it has proven itself true. It's a it's a self fulfilling prophecy that we've seen. So, yeah. There was one quote about it all saying the feeling of discomfort and awkwardness in the room during Jared Carmichael's monologue could probably power an entire country. Mm. It was super awkward. It's super weird. And that's kind of the world that we live in right now. Well, because who used to frequently host a lot of these shows, and particularly the Golden Globes, was like Ricky Gervais. Now, I'm not like a Ricky Ricky Gervais fan by any stretch. But he'd get up there and say, like, acting is silly and you're all terrible people. And I saw a comment that was like, Ricky Gervais wishes he could make people this uncomfortable. Like, Ricky Gervais would get up there and actively attack all the actors and, like, the association and say that they're bad people. But it's nowhere near as awkward and uncomfortable as... What's actually happening what now. What's happening now. So, yeah. it's, it's a very strange world that we're living in. Speaking of strange world, moving on to our other story as well, too. Mm. Uh, Cardinal Pell has now been labeled a victim. Well, he passed away. Yes. And mm-hmm. now they're saying he's he's a victim... He is a victim mm. of a grotesque miscarriage of justice. Now, I got a problem with that for sure. Like, mm. in, in no way, shape, or form is Pell a victim. Regardless of whatever the court decided, I cannot accept that he, as the leader of Australia's Catholic representation, with everything going on, how is he a victim, mm. right? Well, I think, like, the thing is, about his situation uh, is that he ended up being acquitted of his crimes and not having to serve any kind of punishment uh, because it was like it was determined by the High Court of Australia that he wasn't guilty of the abuse that they claimed that he perpetrated, uh, which a different court found him guilty of. Now, I think that everyone, every citizen in Australia has the right to appeal, and if their appeal is successful, that, uh, yeah, justice, you know, justice has been served. That being said, saying that Cardinal Pell is a victim, being the overseer of an organisation that, like, what we do know for sure is that Pell would have participated in the concealing and the covering up of child sexual abuse in the Catholic Church as the leader of the cardinal of the Australian Catholic Church. Like, he would have absolutely been that. Now, was he a victim of being falsely accused of, you know, sexually abusing those children himself? I would say, well, that's what the court determined, and if he didn't, he shouldn't be tried for that particular crime. But the court didn't determine that. The court just determined that there was not enough evidence to find him guilty. That's such a different determination. Like, Mm -hmm. Pell... Look, when you are given a position of power, mm-hmm. when you are put in a position of responsibility, you have a duty of care for others. So whether Absolutely. you're personally guilty or not guilty of that, he didn't do what was necessary to protect those who are vulnerable. Yeah. And that is ridiculous. The man, not a victim of anything other than the ridiculousness of that statement. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude's not a victim. He had a responsibility. He failed thousands of people. Maybe possibly hundreds of thousands of people yeah. are protecting innocent children. Yeah. Not cool, not on, yeah. not a, not acceptable. Absolutely. And, I, like, this is the thing. I definitely believe that Cardinal Pell is a perpetrator of that crime. But the, the point that the statement is making is that he wasn't a perpetrator of the crime that he was convicted for. Does that mean that he's ultimately not a victim? Absolutely not. 
he he oversaw one of the most systemic child abuse scandals that has ever that's the point that's the point he was overseeing they they created a commission because of him Mm. like literally the the royal commission happened because of this dude yeah like so dude's not a victim (laughs) like at all like cannot you cannot say that whatsoever it's actually kind of disgusting that they would say that in my mind Mm -hmm. uh but it's the the story's over now he's passed away Mm. it's done it's gone and hopefully Australia can move forward and heal from all those Absolutely. terrible situations that have taken place and get some closure for all of that. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Blake and Lawson, the guy who's in charge of quizzes That's everywhere. right, quizzes and clues. The quiz master, Lawson Walters. Go, what creature am I? Jesus told Peter that he would find money to pay their taxes in one of these. <laughs> hey. hey, that's a wild. That's 300 points right there. That's that's right. That is 300 points. We're getting easier and easier. All the answers to these clues are the same, by the way. All of these clues are working towards one answer. There's been some people who've been a little bit confused on that because we would have a different question with a different answer every time. But all of these clues, they start more difficult. They get easier and easier and easier. We're up to 300 points. You're just losing points at this point. So <laughs> get, get in. in there. 0491 We've got our prizes for today. The great prophetic books of Daniel and Revelation, as well as the KJV Study Bible that we want to give to you so that you can read, you can study, you can know what the Bible says. Again, 0491 Jesus told Peter that he would find money to pay their taxes in one of these. Mm. That's a... You know what I just thought about my strategy would be? Uh-huh. Answer every time on the 300s. You reckon? That's my, that was my like strategy. it's easy enough. And then I, sure. I've got a couple clues to go in, but not going not in totally blind. Yeah. So I'm like, risk it, but not so much, you know? I would, I'm, I'm going to send it in the 500 every time. Every time you're yep. sending it for 500? That's right. It's a, good, it's a, it's a bold strategy. Bold move. All right. Another bold move is uh, Elliot Kazari. <laughs> On, <laughs> on Faith FM. On Faith FM this Very morning. Bold, bold moves uh, all around. Elliot, can you hear us? Yeah, I can. Morning, guys. Good morning. Do you know a guy named Lawson? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent work. We, we like, go to church together and, like, do... You guys what? go way back. Yeah, mate, way back. Way back, mate. Yeah. Elliot, we're excited that you're on uh, Faith FM with us. I talked to you about joining us on the show a while back. Uh, we, I just have a, I have so many things to talk about, but I want to talk first about. There's a an instrument with 88 keys that you seem to play sometimes. Let's talk about that a yeah. little bit. What's your uh, What's your history? What's your background on the 88 key instrument? Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, I really do enjoy playing piano. That's that's like my favorite thing to do. Um, and I started playing piano when I was like five wow. years old. And so I've been playing for like sixteen years. So you can you can figure that out how old I am. <laughs> um, to the but yeah, I started playing. Um, yeah, started playing when I was five. I've been playing for sixteen years, and it's just heaps and heaps of fun. 
Mm. Now you live uh, currently. You're in the Newcastle area, but you do go to some college in Canberra. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, Australian yeah. National University. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. That that some college. Okay, that makes more <laughs> sense. Yeah. So you go to the Australian National University. What are you studying down there? So I'm studying music, actually, which is a lot of fun. So what what does that comprise of? So. Um, I'm doing, well, it's a Bachelor of Music and the major is performance piano. So basically my whole course is I just get to jam with different people and play heaps of music and play a lot of jazz. That's like the major that I'm doing is jazz piano. And it's like the best and kind of the easiest uni degree ever i reckon it's so good (laughs) don't worry your secret's safe with us on faith fm we won't tell anyone that you're having the time of your life getting your college degree uh in performance music oh that's really cool now i i would assume that if your homework or your school assignments are just jamming with people like your exams what are those concerts yeah pretty much like your exams are just more jamming with people and then you get marked on how well you can do that. So it's it's literally just playing music. That's like the whole degree. Mm. That's a that's pretty cool. I gotta say, like, so if you if you some of our listeners may be really into music as well too. So if you like to play music and you want a college degree with that, go to yeah. Australian National uh, University. There, what, what's it called? National ANU. ANU, okay, yeah. Australian A&U. National A&U. University that, in Canberra. That being said, like I like playing music, and uh, I enjoy jamming out with Elliot. But Elliot <laughs> is really good. <laughs> like, like, so you got to actually be good at jamming. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. You can't just be kind of good. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So I'm no hope for me. Unfortunately, probably not. I know four or five good solid chords on the guitar. Hey, that's not enough to get an A in you. I'm sorry. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah. So, Elliot. Yeah, yeah, there is is an audition process. Oh, so they don't just let anyone in? No. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, that's going to prove difficult for me, apparently. Now, Elliot, you also do a bunch of other stuff as well, too. Uh, You... Uh, went to a little place called Arise not too long ago. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. In 2020, I did go to Arise. Let's talk about that. We, we, we've we talked about Arise on Faith FM quite a few times with people. Uh, what was your experience like at Arise? Yeah, Arise, it was super, super awesome. Like, honestly, one of the most amazing and most fun things I've done. Unfortunately, like, 2020 was the year that COVID first hit, and so we had to cancel it halfway through, which is pretty sad. But um, the seven weeks that I did get there were super awesome. Like, it was, yeah, honestly, one of the best things I've done in my life. Really? Yeah, it, Wait, was, it was so much fun. Why Why do you think it was such a good, a good time for you? Well, I mean, firstly, you get to meet heaps of people that are, also really keen on learning more about God. And that is really awesome to be in a place where you can just, you know, hang out with all these new people, meet new friends, um, and just learn about God and study the Bible with each other. But also, like, you get to learn so much good information from, like, heaps of awesome people, um, like David Ashick and Ty Gibson and 
and heaps of other people as well. And yeah, it's just so much fun. And also, they have like the best vegan food ever. Um, because Anna Marshall, if anyone knows who Anna Marshall is, is like the best vegan cook in the world. And so, yeah, we just like eat so much food. It was just delicious. So, yeah, it was a really good time. You're ticking every box here. Learn about God, <laughs> make friends, eat good food. This yeah. is like a pretty good go deal. To the beach. Oh. Go to the beach because it's like really close to Kingsco Beach as well. So, yeah, it was good. <laughs> but did they give you a place to stay or did you have to sleep outside? No, they gave us a place to stay as well. <laughs> oh, got it all. Roof over the head, food, <laughs> Don't even beach. have to... Because all of those things, you know, people like Blake and myself possess. But roof over your head, you know, Blake's been camping in a tent for a while. And, you know, it can be that can don't, be lacking. Don't underestimate the power of a roof. Yeah. Let me just say that, okay? <laughs> Powerful stuff there. Uh, so, Elliot, uh, what are your plans? You're coming. How far along are you in your ANU experience? Uh, and, and what are your plans moving forward? Yeah, that's a good question actually um i'm just finished my second year and it's a three-year degree so i got one more year left um but as far as what i'm doing afterwards i have to be honest and say i'm not a hundred percent certain um but the plan that i kind of have at the moment is to once i finish the ANU, come and study at avondale and possibly do like a master's of teaching at avondale and then become a music teacher but Ooh. that's like rough rough plan so you got rough rough plan but uh, to do that so how long do you have to finish ANU again i'm sorry i got one more year left so this is it this is the final stretch this is a home yeah this is the the home uh stretch here you're you're getting right towards the end are you gonna have a big concert at the end of the year yeah actually so that's like one of the final assessments is for performance you have um, you have to do a big concert, basically. They call it a recital, and you get to invite whoever you want to come along, pretty much. So, Are you inviting yeah, Faith FM? Yeah, Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, do some correspondence down there. <laughs> yeah, if anyone wants to drive all the way down to Canberra, or if anyone's in Canberra, then yeah, sure. <laughs> we, hey, hey, we got a lot of listeners in Canberra, we get, actually. We do have peeps in Canberra. A hun- like 100%. Canberra is a cool spot, so... Maybe we can uh, hear your final recital there uh, coming up at the end of the year. So keep in touch and let us know uh, about that. Now, Elliot, another thing I want to talk about is we had a cool story about your car recently. Do you remember that? Yeah. I want to talk about that. So you basically were not gifted, but almost gifted a beautiful little Honda Jazz. Little cute little yeah. Honda Jazz. How did that come around? I think your brother was involved, right? Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty amazing actually. So I was, um, I was in Canberra. I have my motorbike license, and I was like, "Man, it is raining so much, and Canberra <laughs> riding a motorbike in the rain is not fun." So I was like, "Okay, I should really get a car." And also, like, because I'm doing music, part of that is you can. Like you have opportunities to do gigs and stuff around yeah. Canberra as well. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need a car to carry around a keyboard because I cannot carry it on my back while I'm 
riding a motorbike. It just doesn't work. Well, so. I would have to disagree. <laughs> I've been to Thailand, and they carried Absolutely. pretty much everything <laughs> on their backs on the motorcycles. So, yeah. well, so guess- it's possible if you put your mind to it, but I see why you would need the car. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was like, okay, I really need a car. And me and my brother, we were just kind of looking around on Facebook Marketplace, and there was this one day where <laughs> I saw this yellow Honda Jazz, and it was like really good condition, had heaps good taste, and I was like, this looks like a really good car. And then my brother messaged me, and he goes, Elliot, you need to buy this thing today. Like, you need to buy this car. This is the best deal. So I was like, all right. Uh, and then I messaged the people, and then, yeah, met up with them, and basically, me and my brother, all we did was, we just looked at this car and they had listed it for three and a half thousand dollars, which is really, really cheap for like how good the car is. It's like 2006 with 150,000 Ks on it. And it's like really, like there's nothing wrong with it. So it was a great, pristine, like, yeah, it was really, really good. Like I was like, man, I would happily buy this for three and a half thousand dollars. Anyway, so me and Ruben, my brother, we just looked, at this car and um, after we just checked it, like, you know, checked under the hood, made sure everything's working fine and whatnot. Did the um, Kazari brother lemon check? Is this a good car or <laughs> yeah. is it a lemon? The yeah, filter, the Kazari brothers. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, yeah, just looked over this car and we um, were talking to the people who were selling it and we were just like, okay, um, yeah, it's really good. And, the, the people, they were like, okay, make us an offer. What do you, what do you want it for? <laughs> and I was initially going to be like, uh, I'll just, I'll just say $3,000 cause that's pretty good. I'd be happy with that. Um, but, uh, what happened was I just asked them, I was like, oh, what's the lowest you guys would be willing to go for? And straight away they were like, oh, you guys seem like really nice guys. We'll give it to you for two grand. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, in my mind, I was like, oh, my, man, like, that is so cheap. Yeah. Um, but it was like an answer to prayer, honestly, because beforehand, before me and Ruben went and looked at this car, we were praying. We were like, Lord, if, if this is a good deal, like, if this is something that we should buy, like, help it to be really obvious. And that was clear as day. Like, that was the best deal ever. So... Yeah, I ended up getting this car for so cheap, which is amazing. And I just like praise God that I was able to get this car. You know, what I love about that story, when you told it to me uh, a few weeks ago, I, I was like, we got to get this on radio. The, the key element of that story is you prayed. You, yeah. you went to the Lord and you said, hey, I need a car to carry around all my gear because I'm not in Thailand, nor do I have the abdominal strength to carry a piano on my back while riding a motorcycle. And it's good yeah. you recognize your limitations. And then you're like, Lord, I really need a car for a really good price. And the Lord answered in a really powerful way. Mm. You know, just, yeah. and, and you know what was interesting? It's the people who see, they, they go, you seem like really good guys. So like the presence of God, is visible there, and that answer to prayer happened because you talked to the Lord first. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Ellie, I I just think we, I wanted to share that story because I want to encourage our listeners here on Faith FM, pray about stuff. If you got stuff going on in your life, pray to God. So 
Thank you, Elliot, for sharing that story. It's been an absolute blessing. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.